I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And we should be working. working. God damn it. It's one, two, (laughs) say it. (laughs) All right. I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And And we we should should be be working. working. I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that Critter doesn't know how to hum, but it doesn't surprise me in any way, shape, or form. That feels like one of those skills that he needs hasn't quite... He just missed that. He missed that day in yeah. class where they taught you how to hum. It's not that big of a deal, but... He, he knows how to play guitar, sings emo, doesn't know how to hum. Why can't, why can't you hum with your mouth open? Why isn't that humming? This is um, just breathing heavily. Let, let, let me see. Like, ha, 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 ha. That like was that. not how you were doing it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's recorded, too, so we have proof that that's not how you were doing it. It was, ah, 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 That was thriller. <laughs> like, that, that was his whole thing. And it's just like, what the fuck are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's how I'm you so... describe thriller. I'm so funny. I just, I'm just so <laughs> hilarious sometimes. Oh, my God. Of course you take that from this. I just, right. I can't oh, believe he's got a hilarity. piccolo. It's That's a, not a piccolo. A what? It's a fife. A fife? Mm-hmm. Is that for your Renaissance fair? No, but it's not. I knew a, well, it should be. I knew I would, a I would kid say a with fife the last name Fife. It was a Renaissance instrument. More like a... So what, is it... Early... What? Early Americana. What's the difference I, between that and a piccolo? Uh, I don't know. Uh, this one has six holes. I think that's one thing that makes it true. Oh. So it's more um, of a recorder, a flute it's a recorder. Flute recorder. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a flute recorder. There we go. We figured it out. It's a flute quarter. But, you know, like a fife and a... drum corps. Have you guys ever heard that? T- like that was would march around in the military. Early American world was a fife and drum corps. The one fifer with a whole bunch of drummers. Well, yeah, but I thought I thought it was like a Renaissance fair thing. Fife, just the word Fife? sounds like Renaissance to me. I don't, I mean, Fife. I don't, I don't actually know that much about it. So. I knew a kid with what? the last name Fife. That, that's how first, I know Fife. Let me guess his first name. Is it Barney? Nope. Let's start with a B. No, stop that. Nice humming. <laughs> Fucking critter. Can you shove that Fife down his eye? <laughs> down right my eye socket. <laughs> I, I, when I, when I bought this, the, the main, like, my main criteria was I wanted it to be, like, there's lots of different types of five. And I was like, I want the one that is the least destructible by small children. And I have to say, a how long many, piece of solid metal is pretty strong. Thing is, how many instruments like do you have? Like, real instruments? What does that Define, mean? I, I would think anything that you consider an instrument, sure. Let's, let's get wild with it, Eric. Probably 15. Oh, that's not as many as I thought. Fifteen different types? Are any of those like duplicates? Or fifteen total? No, I like a you know a chunk of guitars. So I have four guitars, a fiddle, a ukulele, bass, three and other ukuleles. Ukulele. I got the five. I got oh, I got a washboard. That's pretty sweet. You guys want to see? Oh, the that's washboard? cool. Yeah, can, yeah, is it within reach? I want to uh, hear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I thought he was gonna pull up his shirt and play his abs. That would have been. <laughs> oh, that would have been killer. <laughs> that would have been epic. <laughs> Yes. That was like the good. setup, wasn't it? I got a washboard. Oh, you guys want to see the washboard? Yes, there's yes, the washboard. Oh, oh it goes over is, you. Somehow even part. better. You put your head into it. 
Wow, you really know how to play it too. This is very impressive. So flat it. Yes, I got that. I got, and then yeah, we got a whole bunch. I got a set of congas, and then uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of smaller drum things that the kids use. Um, I asked for a. I'm so excited about this. Maybe we'll get it for Christmas. It's called a pea bone. It's a plastic trombone. Okay. So I'm pretty excited about that. But it, but it's Who, a trombone. Who'd you ask for? Like, what do you mean? Uh, maybe you'll get it for Christmas. Like, do you well, have a wish I, list that you compile? Yeah, my wife said, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I said, "I gotcha. want a pea bone." Okay. And then all the kids were like, "We want that too." So it's like, and then your wife's like, desire. "What?" No, and she's a, like, she's, no, no, she's relatively instrument. opposed to the instrument proliferation in the house. <laughs> piano. So, it's, it, so it is. It is a trombone, though. It's just made out of plastic. Yes. Full Does size. it sound like a trombone? It does. Yeah. It sounds, you know, like a not high end trombone, but So is it but it's basically like why do you indestructible. Is it like really Which cheap compared to a real trombone or something? It's it's cheap and it's really it's indestructible. And apparently trombones are really easy to damage to the point uh, of being problematic. Yeah. So Did you play trombone, Chase? No, you played sax or not. something, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I you played play? sax. Yeah. I played tenor sax. I played I played a tenor sax because the band needed one and I was big enough to hold it. <laughs> that's Is that, that was the criteria. That was the criteria. That's, that's not the long skinny one, right? No, no, no. It's it's the it's the one that um It has a curve to it, right? Yeah, yeah, the neck yeah. piece is curved. It but it's just like the simple curve. Yeah, that's the Kenny G sax. He plays the alto a lot. Yeah, I think Kenny G plays an alto back. Oh, for real. Which Dang. is like the straight neck. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just I'm not I'm not with it anymore. I don't know yeah. what happened. I used to be cool. Everybody wanted to be an alto sax player because they got all the cool riffs and all the songs, and the tenor sax was more of the backup, like the longer notes. Yeah, the bigger instruments don't get the the flair. Yeah, is that like is like that bass. like in a rock Except band? Except for everybody wants to play guitar. What? Nobody wants to play bass in a rock band. Everybody wants to play guitar. So the like Basically, bass yeah. is to guitar as tenor sax is to alto sax. I think that's yeah. generally true. You have to, you have to like, if, at least the way that you want to be set up. Yeah, if you want to be the the uh, the lead as a bass player, you have to be like Lake Claypool and start your own band, and then be like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to be the lead. You guys want to play with me? Like that's how you have to you have to, you have to take ownership of the situation. Be like, I'm yeah. the cool one here. You're the follower runs. So uh, yeah, fair enough. So what's the name of our band? When I uh, worked for Eric, I wanted to name our practice. Fail. I wanted to name our failing. practice Eric and the Fummer Seals, but nobody what? liked it. <laughs> that was, I that was everyone's Eric response. <laughs> I've even man, I usually remember the ridiculous things you suggest, but that one just went right out. When you about the other yeah, when we were trying to name our practice, I said, "What about Eric and the Fummer Seals?" And everybody was just like, "What? What?" <laughs> but I still what? think it's cool. What? The, what does it mean? It's like summer fields, but it's summer seals. Oh. Yeah, it just switches just, the letters just like an idiot. Okay. That's all there is to all it. Right. There's nothing. Really there's no rhyme or reason. Just, <laughs> just critter being uh, critter. Yeah. But for real though, I wanted to name a band Battery Saturday. I thought that had a cool ring to it. An emo Too band? Bad. No, it would have been like modern rock. Mm. You dig? No? What about Barnacle Sorry. Tuesday? That was How's my it going? How's your week been, Eric? <laughs> it's been it's been lovely. Chase, uh, I'm, what? Oh, fine. Just keep no, talking, no, Eric. No, no, no. Bring it back. <laughs> Clearly, that was where the conversation needed to go. Let's keep going that way. <laughs> go ahead, Critter. 
<laughs> my other band name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I don't even remember now. You got me off track. Oh, Jace, what's the probability that we live in a simulation? That's what I want to know. Four. Four <laughs> percent. I would have been four total, like 400 percent. I was like, yeah, he's about right. I don't know. But like that, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't even care if we are, honestly. But there, there's I'm that idiot. whole, I mean, there, there's that, that, that line of thinking we've talked about in the past where like if like a fully automated virtual reality is possible, then how are we not already living in it kind of thing? So like it's okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to torture myself over if it's real or not and just play like it is real because why not so i was thinking about this and whether it uh i was thinking like oh maybe this that means that our lives might have big meaning because we might be part of some experiment to like you know understand the 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 universe and how it operates but then i was also like but we could also just be in some group's version of candy crush and that's really depressing that that's the uh that's the simulation that we're in so yeah, yeah. If but I'm gonna if go with I'm gonna go with we're like an experiment to understand the nature of the universe because that feels useful. <laughs> if we're in a simulation, does that mean that all the other people are actual real people also in the simulation, or are they just part of the simulation? But, well, I mean that you would answer that, that most... with like, well, are you two real? No, I'm part of the simulation. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm actually well, not sure. So I would say more likely is that we're all part of the simulation because. Or we're all not, run... right? It's one or the other. Right, yeah. Because you'd want to run these simulations fast and you couldn't have interactions with real people. It would mess it all up. Right. Like, if you were simulating the creation of a universe, like, let's say you're like, I want to I want to simulate the creation of a universe, and I'm going to change some universal constants and see what happens. Right? You wouldn't want to, you couldn't have it interact with real people. You'd have to just run it, and hopefully it'd go really fast, and 20 minutes later pop up and be like, all right, here's your universe at X years. And you all right, hold on. I completely misunderstood. So, so you're not you're saying like not even me myself am a human being. What just happened? What did you just get handed a big bag of? <laughs> you just got a package. I got a package. I got new glasses. Oh, new glasses? Let's see them. Yes. <laughs> I love new glasses. Yeah. Keep, keep I, uh, I had. Well, you just reminded me. I had my glasses. These are like relatively new, and I had them on the. Nobody cares about your glasses, critter. Shut up. And continue <laughs> with the other thing that you were saying. You'll like this story, Jace. Uh, I was laying Too down late. yesterday on the ground Grammy. trying to sleep, and I put my glasses down. And then Henry nice stepped on them, <laughs> and uh, they were totally broken, but I fixed them. The end. You just yeah, switched them out. You're just it like, exactly like the same. The, the well, these ones had the arm that came off. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, these are, are they so the what same? happened, so my, my son got glasses, and he was like one of the same type of glasses that I got, but he couldn't because his face is small, so he got a pair, and then I liked his so much that when mine broke, I ordered the same pair he had, uh, <laughs> so I'm copying him copying me. Right on. So, are, do you have a frame now, and you didn't before? I can't tell. No, there's no frame. They're, they're, oh, they're just smaller. Frame. Nice. Yeah. All right, so here's my question. Right. Um, so you're you're saying, like... I, I guess I was thinking if if this is a simulation, then I'm still it's like a matrix type setup where I'm still real, but like it's I'm actually just plugged into something that's sending me fake information. But you're no. saying that even even me is yeah. not real. Yeah, we're all just we're all just a program running totally as an experiment. Real, like you know, it like I'm you know trying to see. I want to test out what the world would look like if I did X, Y, and Z. So, but. 
I don't I don't adequately know how to explain why I think that's impossible, but I think it's impossible. That's all I have to say about that. Well, <laughs> good, good topic. Well, we'll <laughs> that's leave, all, folks. Why don't we leave it on that then? With uh, do you think you're gonna just trust in critters' intuition or not? And uh, we'll move on. Do you, does that seem possible to you, Jace? That we're all just what? computers. I don't care. Like, sure. I'm See, I'm gonna I mean, do Jace I'm gonna do whatever side. the f- I'm. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna do what I've been planning to do this whole time, regardless. I mean. If it is a simulation, let's see where it goes. If it's not a simulation, I still need to lead my best life, right? Otherwise, I'm just sitting around doing nothing. Well, does it really matter, though? Yeah, maybe, maybe you're honest. It doesn't matter. Because, yeah, it doesn't matter. Because like, if, if I'm able to feel feelings and I'm a computer, then all these other, you know, whatever computers, whatever you are, are also able to feel feelings, which means that they're real enough that I should, you know, treat them as if they're humans. Just go with it. Yeah, because that, that was my original thing is like if I if I'm plugged into something and I'm real and everything else is fake, then I should stop caring, you know, about what other people think. Um, but yeah, if you you're able to have anyway. feelings like I am, then there's, there's probably lots of other care. reasons why you should stop caring what everybody thinks. But <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I we might can't as well add just this to the pile. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <sighs> yeah. All right. That, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, so then, it matters. So then why fun. why do we care? This is fun to talk about. Well, that that's where hope comes in, right? Or whatever. And belief in all of that. Like, why we try to find reason or meaning in life. And it's like, you, you continue to do things in hope of stuff happening. I mean, at the edges, I think it's also interesting in the fact that uh, if, it, if it like explained reality, that would be kind of cool. You know, if, if the fact that you you have to be measuring something at quantum level to for it to actually exist is because it's like a processing power uh, hack where they're like we're not gonna we're not gonna make this work until somebody actually looks at it like that that's, that'd be I mean, an explanation for why there's things like that in the universe, right? You know what I'm saying? You lost me. <laughs> Try again, one more time. I'm saying if. If being in a simulation, so if you're in a simulation, right? There's probably lots of, like, obviously there's ridiculously large amount of processing power, but there's probably some limit of it. And there's probably somebody doing cost savings. So they're going to try to cut some corners somewhere. And so maybe there's places where we might be able to see cut, corner cut, 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 cost cutting corners. And I'm saying an example of that would be, you know, at the quantum level, you have to, like, when things are observed, you, know, you have to be observing things for, that, for, for things to be noticed a certain way. And maybe that's because, when nobody's observing it, they're like cutting the corner and they're not running that part of the program. You mean it's, it has to be observed to exist? Is what you're saying? And if I'm trying it, to remember it's now. It's not really probably... observed, then it doesn't exist. Yeah. Kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll only render what your character is seeing, essentially. Mm-hmm. So if there's part of the universe that's not being observed by anybody, like it doesn't need to work. They don't need to do that work right now. And if you're the only person, uh... real person. Then nothing yeah. exists. Yeah. Wait. Because so, it could be that. It could be an individual experiment too. So when we so when we send something through space, then suddenly there's like a lot more computing power. That That's has necessary. to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not 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 a ton though, because only what those sensors can 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 take in. Detect. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that that the farther it's it's kind of like playing Civ Six, where your computer is just dead. By the end of the of the adventure, because there's so many things going on, 
Um, where, you know, at the very beginning, it's, it's fine. You like, there's like seven characters in the game. That's because right, so. Civ games are just horribly long for no reason. Mm-hmm. So no, no joking around. How how likely do you think it is that we're living in a situation in a simulation, Eric? Uh, I think it's in the eighties, maybe not. No joking around, guys. You think there's there's a this one out of ten chance business. that you're an actual living and breathing human? No, I'd say I don't know. I feel like less than that for living and breathing human, but you think it's less likely than one out of ten? Yeah, I think so. I think cause, well, it all comes down to do we think we're going to be able to build a civilization that can simulate this? And that, that seems likely to me. I don't think That's so. That's the crux of it. You don't think so? I think we're going to no, kill each other before we get that it's point. All, it's all so I, I real. Don't think, like, look at these I, nail clippers. They're so well, real. I, I don't think our timelines make any sense to be simulated, though. Like, we were all born before technology, essentially. And then, well, it's like, no, it's like an ancestor. It's like, let's go back and see... I'm gonna write a simulation yeah, but, on back in the day. Right, but why would why would 1985 be a quote unquote back in the day? Like, well, it's got it's gotta go if, all the way through. Even if it's it, yeah, that's 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 weird. So like, it's a we're not, replaying everything almost essentially. Yeah, we're we're a little dot on this big thing. No one's like watching us. No one's watching our podcast from outside of the matrix right now. I'm just saying it's, it's just well, they're part missing of out. the junk. Is it, isn't there like Not a today. Will Ferrell character Mostly, yes, somewhere? <laughs> All right, but uh, so giant room so, of full screens. If this was a simulation, mm-hmm. why would they want to simulate the past? Like, all right, so let me let me talk my way through this for a second. Uh, say that by the year 2200, we can accurately simulate whatever. Like, we can do you know what, what we're talking about. Um, w- wouldn't it only make sense to start at that point and simulate the future based on if this changes or that changes rather than like also no. simulating the past starting from the beginning of time? Like, why would, no. why would you care? Well, That's already you done. Might have, you might have hypothesis about the starting of the universe. And so you'd play them out and see where they ended up and see how yeah, far I mean, away from your reality that is. In, in general, people are obsessed with the past anyway. I don't think it's a simulation, but it doesn't, it doesn't know, you know, like there's, there's no way to know all those things. I'll I'll give you just one. How many, how many people would want to see what happens if Hitler won? Like there'd be like a million simulations on just that. But I'm saying you can't simulate that because that's in the past and you can't go back in the the high castle on Amazon prime. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's like, there's, you know, there's there's tons of these. Yeah. You could though, because you could tweak something, right? You could run your program for a while and then tweak something and then keep and run it again. So you run one program that goes all the way through, and you're like, okay, that seems about right, and then you go and tweak things and see what happens. But there'd be there's there's no way to get it exactly right if you're talking about the past. There's no way to simulate or, something and be like, that's actually what would have happened. Oh, yeah, but how about how about this? You might be like, um, if we change the gravitational constant, would life emerge? Let's try it. All right, here I, I have a it. question. So, Eric, do you believe in free will? Uh no. You don't believe in I believe, free will? I believe in the of illusion of free will. How's that? I believe in the illusion of free will. Interesting. Hey, elaborate on that. Um, all right. So, so it doesn't seem... It seems inevitable that I'm going to do stuff. And I'm going to think that I'm controlling doing that stuff. And it seems like I feel very much in control of doing those things. So I feel like I have free will. But it seems totally reasonable that I was, you know, I'm a chunk of organism stuff in my brain that's doing things, and those things are telling me to do things, and then I'm doing those things. So that seems determinate. 
not free willish. Free will seems so like it's impossible. Like, so almost like you're being controlled by a parasite at the base level. I mean, I I am right. Like there's 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 amino acid junk that's doing stuff, and that makes me do things. But that's what free will means. That's the definition of free will. Amino no, acids brain. and stuff, and then doing things. Free will <laughs> to me means that you're doing something. There is a power outside of nature that is controlling what you do. And I don't think that exists. I don't think that's what it means. I think it just means that your brain has the ability to decide what you do. Well, then then it seems kind of like, so what doesn't have free will? Well, like if, if your life was predetermined. So I'm saying my life is predetermined. Because your so, brain is a certain which, way? Well, any lives in a simulation. Yeah, and I live in a simulation. So uh, I'm pretty well, sure they could rerun the, sim- so sure re- the simulation with the same parameters, and then we get, you know... I'd like to I'd like to see a simulation of of uh, what life would be like if Eric didn't argue with every common concept that anybody ever had. Why so the illusion? I, so here's the thing. I don't think knowing free will is so. I think the illusion of free will is enough. Enough for what? Like for why people want free will? Like why free will is important? It's enough that we have the illusion of free will. Like why did you ask the question, Jace? What was your? What oh, was, because when I, if I would have said yes, where were we going with this? Oh, I was just curious because if you believe we're in a simulation and then you're just like, oh, but I totally believe in free will. And then just like, oh, what the fuck okay. are you? What? what? <laughs> it just makes sense that you believe that you you also do not have free will. Right. But the simulation might have programmed me to think that I have free will. And that's pretty reasonable, too. Well, yeah, of course. That's the best way to keep you in a simulation. Mm-hmm. So you're... <sighs> Man. So I guess when I break it down, if you look at like a single cell and its actions... Like, would you say it has free will? A single cell? No. Like a single cell organism, does it have free will? It doesn't have, what's the word? It's not, uh, it doesn't have, it's not a thinking being, whatever it is. It's not like, not, a, not a, it's not intelligent life, maybe that, I don't know. Okay, so when, when do you become intelligent life? Two cells. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so kelp is a, kelp has free will. Uh, well, how do I you? I mean, it's in the ocean, man. It's just out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just chilling. <laughs> Kelp's actually got to figure out no more one than I have. I get back. <laughs> Kelp is awesome. But... That shit is everywhere, son. It is. Representation. Yeah, it's not, it's my, not stressed my, out all the time like I am either. My uh, uncle single-handedly brought back kelp forest in this cove off the coast of uh, L.A. Um, because he would spearfish, and he would he had this long uh, broom pole with a sprinkler at the end, and he would smash sea urchins with it. And then the food from the sea urchins would float up and fish would come to it. And then he'd spear the fish. And he killed so many sea urchins that they ate the kelp. That it like brought back the kelp forest into this one cove. Dang. Yeah. I don't know if that's a positive thing or not. It's just the same thing. Destroying ecosystems is fine. Yeah. Humans do it. (laughs) He is a human. And I might shock you to know that my relatives are humans. But they are. <laughs> they don't have but free will, But they're simulated humans, so <laughs> yeah, it doesn't simulated. matter. So back to free will. So when, when, <laughs> tell me when you get free will, Critter. When do you get free will? What animal gets free will? Does, um, does a tree have free will? In the evolution. Does a tree have free will? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even convinced I have free will anymore. Because <laughs> you can screw me off. Uh, you brought up this question. This is all your fault. <laughs> I know. Every time, man. Every time I talk to you, I just end up so confused with life and just everything. Uh, all right. Are we, do- are we done with free will? We all agree that we don't have it? And it doesn't well, matter? No. I don't agree that I don't have it. I just 
I just can't figure out why you're wrong, and that's frustrating. That's, you that's you a... have free will, Jace? I, I mean, I, I know I at least have the illusion of it. There um, we go. I, and I mean, it's good enough for me, they, even if it's just an illusion. But yeah. I had the illusion of it until 10 minutes ago. I mean, I, I, I could still hang up this call freely, so that that's enough free will for me. Well, that's not free will, apparently. That's just your freaking That's what I'm saying. It's enough free will for me. It's, it's, if it's just my amino acids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're health doctors. Your amino acids are jerks. But So what that really means is that it's not... I, I'm not ever allowed to get upset at another person because they didn't have free will in doing that thing that they did to me. Well, right? that I mean, that would more align you with uh, always assume good intent, right? Or whatever. Well, why does it matter? I mean, if, if we're all just at the mercy of our amino acids, then what are our emotions even? I, I would say you probably shouldn't judge people, but I don't know if that's a, that profound of a statement. But what if I'm programmed to judge people? That's my simulation. Right. So you, maybe you are going to judge people. So like a serial killer is not a monster. Nope. Just, just a simulation. No, but they, I mean, it's just another person who doesn't have free will. They can't help it. Yes. I think that's an accurate assessment. Oh man, that's why. I, I, that's, yeah, I think that's reasonable. That seems like a slippery slope. Why can't they help it? A serial uh, killer? Because they didn't. <laughs> so that's proof that they couldn't. Well, I don't know. This is when we need to have a civilization that could run a whole bunch of simulations to go back and see <laughs> if I run the same simulation, can it come out a different way? So that's why you know that there are people who run these simulations. Because they don't know that question, and it's an interesting question. Well, this seems like even more proof of my hypothesis that any sentence that starts with "on your deathbed" is stupid. Because you're stupid. Why? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of my life, why am I going to look back on you know what I would have changed or done differently? Because I didn't have free will the whole time anyway. So who the crap cares? I was just doing my, my amino acids. because you too. have the illusion. The whole of free point, will. but also the whole point of that exercise is to like. Be reflective so that you change your life now from what like so you're not like wasting away. Okay. Then... All right. That's so stupid. Why would I change my it's life? It's a motivational now? tool. Why would dummy? I why Clearly, would I care? if you're nihilistic <laughs> and you're just like it's a fucking simulation, who gives a shit? You're not gonna fucking care. Those I'm not talking about different schools of thoughts. I'm saying say that it, say that this is not a simulation. I'm a real living person. Why you're would not I change Pinocchio? What <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> And I can never tell a lie. Um, what? Why would I care what 80-year-old me thinks about anything that I'm doing right now? What, why is that guy in a better position to decide what's going to make me happy than me right now who's living it? It doesn't have I don't to be a a better. Crap. It has to be a different frame than you're in now. And then it's an input into what you're going to do now. What you what what your 20-year wave self is would be a good input too. What your now self is is a good input. It's just a different perspective. And it's valuable to see what's the long-range perspective of how would I feel about this in 20 years? Yeah, when are you on your deathbed, Critter? Five years from now? Six years? Yeah. Or like 60-something, right? I mean, if this is a simulation, I could live to 800. You know, they could simulate whatever they want. No. If it's real no, life, you could live to 800. Who knows? That's true. Actually, I just... I, well, no. Don't derail me. I read a book that's simulated, <laughs> so I'm not going to get into my book. Oh, you read a book? Surprise. I read, I read a book, guys. I read actually three is a series. Three books. Have y'all seen Wayward Pines the on Hulu, I think? No. Mm -hmm. Okay, the books are really good. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't 
I don't know. Like I'm, I'm all about, you know, focus on the long term instead of the short term and uh, like consistent gains over a long period add up and all that kind of stuff. But like on your deathbed, that specific framing, it doesn't it doesn't seem valuable. Like, I, you know, in 10 years. Sure. I'm down for that. But when so I'm about on, to on die your, on your deathbed is like those. So like those random like bucket list things that people collect throughout their lives that that's all it is is it's just to make you look at that list essentially and just be like oh i could fucking like one on my list is oh i could go to iceland right now why the fuck not i mean people are traveling with covid and i'm vaccinated and all that as long as the countries are open for it and whatnot i could go see the northern lights why not it, it's that kind of thing but yeah like, like, i'm on the same boat on this one like uh Think about if an opportunity to go to space, right? Like maybe you're gonna get one chance to do this thing. Like think about if you if you were at the end of your life and you didn't do this thing, would you have 50 years of regret that's piled up over all this time when you messed up your chance to do this? That's like that's something that you should regret now. Like that's something that you should <laughs> want to do now. You know, I would regret that a week from now. Okay, so that's not. A hard one for to get convince you on, but it could be to convince other people. There might be things that are pulling them back from it. That they lose their job if they did that. Let's say, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to lose my job," but but you know what? I'm going to balance that against this long term goal that I've been wanting to do for so long. Crew just doesn't want to do anything long term, really. He he says he understands it and all that. I, other I literally shit. think it just involves the word death, so you don't like it. Like if somebody's if, when you're 70 and you look back, would that bother? Is that change it for you? I think that's too old. Yeah. I don't like it. Okay, so it is. Okay, it's not, not going to live that long. <laughs> I mean, I think the the classic example is like on your deathbed, you're not going to wish that you worked more, you know, or you know, you're going to regret spending, you know, so little time with your family or something. Yeah, that's, um, so it's a big, it's an epic thing. It's a big thing to think about. Yeah, but like if Just if in my sure life you're on your right priorities. But why do, why do I need to think about when I'm about to die to, to prioritize? Like if if you don't if you don't have to, this question isn't for you. Shut up, move on. I kind like, of keep getting there. You, yes. Yeah, you're getting like way too personal with this. Like, why would somebody tell me this? Oh my god! It's like who gives a fuck? Somebody asked you a shitty question and it blew up your mind. And everybody's like, that's not how you use that tool. And you're just like, yeah, but somebody asked it to me, so I have to answer it. Hey, all right, and, and let, I, let me, let me, let me rephrase. On a regular basis now, for as long as I know <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> let me rephrase so now. Deathbed. Is, is the possibility of regretting something far into the future worth doing something that makes you less happy in the moment? Yes. Chase? I don't know what you said. Sorry, I got <laughs> distracted. I knew it. Uh, is it, is it. Is it worth doing something... That's not as fun now because there's a chance that you might regret it a long, long time from now. I mean, I'm learning that yes is the right answer, but I I struggle with it very often. It's that marshmallow conversation, right? Like, I you you get one marshmallow now, or you get two in the future, and if you don't eat it, and it's like, I mean, I I'll eat a marshmallow. I don't fucking care. I'll steal someone's marshmallow. And then I get to, you know, I've had those conversations where like, those are the actual thoughts that like I battle with. And like, I'm, I'm trying to align myself with like the later gratification type of stuff or delayed gratification. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I hear the argument. I don't know. I just, I don't like making, making decisions because 
a small portion of my life at the very end of my life might regret it if I don't. Like I want to make decisions that optimizes for a large well, do you chunk have a of bucket my life. List? No, I think that's a that's a weird. I mean, idea. that's it's kind of the same thing, right? It is you're not you're not aligning yourself to even go down that that train of thought, really. Yeah, because you you are one of those people who's just like, if I wanted to fucking do this before I died, why wouldn't I just do it? Yeah, I, I think you're also dwelling on that being the only version of you that you're going to listen to. Like, yes, you should listen to all those different versions of you, but that's just one of the ones you should listen to. What are the other hey, versions? Ten-year version, the now version. Oh, the different the ten-minute version. Yeah. Yeah. What were we can gonna I, say? So can I change it slightly on this? Because I was thinking about something, and it's kind of related to this. Do it. Uh, so I was talking about like uh, suffering being something that we get enjoyment from, and I was thinking about like all the stories of my, all the things that I remember from before now, <laughs> that I will bring up as stories or tell. They all involve something not pleasant. And I clearly gain joy from all of them. And I'm kind of curious if you guys are in the same boat. Like, I'm never like, I mean, oh, I, I there was this time in 1990 where I went and got a massage and it was amazing. Like, I never tell that story. <laughs> right? Well, it's usually it's always... uh, we were drinking so much. <laughs> and then. And then, yeah, I was in this car crash. Um, or, yeah, I made these series of bad mistakes that led to this. We were thing. crashing this hotel party. and Yes. Yeah. All right. Welcome so Jason's with me. Door. Yeah, yeah. Are you there, well, I don't know. Like, give me, give me a, give me a real example that's not like I got really drunk. Uh, the the one of... where me and that kid decided to to bat rocks across the fucking highway, like just because. Well, did that involve pain in the moment? I mean, there was that lady was in pain for sure. She's scared shitless. <laughs> I'm talking about you. It's not like I mean, Eric I... was saying like something that caused him misery at the moment ended up being like one of his most positive memories. I mean, I was scared shitless and embarrassed and shame and all those things. Like immediately as soon as like I hit, you know, I hit the fucking van, which I didn't think would even be there for one. I didn't, for whatever reason, didn't care about the road and thought I could clear this thing. So yeah, like I mean, there, there's just a bunch of it that like a bad decision <laughs> led to like a whole bunch of other things that uh, I just had to confront immediately. So I'll give an example that uh, well, listeners love problems. But there's a project that I worked on in my work that we're not allowed to say we worked on, uh, and I worked <laughs> way too hard on it, uh, and it was painful. And I only have fond memories of it. Like it was like, oh yes, it was a went through all of that and we accomplished this great exciting thing. So there's an example. So if you had to live it all over again, would you have gotten out of that? Or would you have done it again knowing how miserable it was going to be for a while? That's an interesting question. I don't know. But I then I wouldn't. I think that's the part where in the moment, and this goes to like raising kids too, where uh, I, I try to stop them from having any suffering at all in their lives. And I kind of feel like maybe I'm just depriving them of future joy because that's where all the joy comes from. I don't know about need, that. Yeah, you need I to mean, curate their lives so they're definitely miserable and they struggle <laughs> like every day. Yes. And then and then at some point they'll be looking back and being like, My dad was such a prick. I don't I, I'm not buying it. I mean like I, I definitely have a lot of memories that were pretty miserable at the time and still just make me miserable to think about. I think well, I, I think Eric, because would, would you say weird. that you're would you say your childhood was positive? Like, were you around a lot of positive things, like in, into your teens and stuff like that? Like a lot of positive. So I think there is positive. I think positive. I think so. I mean, I think there's a mix, but yeah. but I think that 
I mean, this isn't even a positive thing. Like one thing, I have all these fond memories of going to my grandparents' house in the summertime, every summer. And I, what did I do? I mowed and I like built things and I, I did whatever the hell my grandmother told me to do. That's what it was, right? It wasn't like I was, uh, you know, oh, and, and, I, and I, mean, I did like go swimming and do things like that. That's not the stuff I remember. The stuff I remember right. is like coming home with my grandmother being like, having a sledgehammer in her hand, knocking a hole in the wall, and being like, the next two days we're going to be put in the pantry. And being like, what? What? What happened just now? So, like, you know, that's what that's what gets lodged in there as, like, the thing that I and, – I, and I remember it with fondness, even if I'm sure at the time I was not excited about that activity. Hmm. Right? So it wasn't even traumatic. It was just – I don't know. I hated when my grandfather tricked me into going and working landscape with him when I was like <laughs> a kid. It, and you still hate it. I fucking yeah, it's so annoying. Okay. Um, but but I mean, he was just like you know, woke me up super early in the morning, like fucking five in the morning, and just like get dressed, put on boots, jeans. We're going. All right. My 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 grandfather's very short. That's exactly how he he talks. Just one word sentences of like things and mm-hmm. grunt and like point and yell and all that kind of stuff. So like get into his Bronco with him. He's like, he's dressed all ragged because he's fucking landscaping. Just like, okay, where are we going? He's like, Oh, we're, we're going to go meet a friend. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I mean, obviously that's not what I'm saying, but like, I'm, I'm just, it's so early in the morning. I'm just like a friend. I was sleeping. Why am I here? <laughs> Like he he would just be like, "Don't worry, you guys will be best friends. You guys will be best friends." You know, we're we're driving. It's about like a fifteen minute drive, and we're passing you know all these houses, and we drive into this neighborhood that's not gated, but it's it's a nice subdivision and stuff. And clearly, I don't belong there. But like he, we get out, and it's like, "Whose house is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it, it's it's where your best friend lives." And it's just like. I've never met anybody that lives here before. Why are we here? <laughs> and he goes to the back of his Bronco and he pulls out this large black trash bag and like opens it up and goes, here's your best friend. Go pick up all the leaves. <laughs> and like, that was the introduction to uh, here. You're going to work with he, me for the next 16 hours today to clean up all these different yards and shit. And just like, he oh, thought that God. was so funny. Oh, he loved, he loved every second <laughs> of that. I mean, like, but you, but see, you don't see that. So like, you have that memory. It's the one that's lodged in there. It sucks. Yeah. It, it, but you don't. But I mean, you like, don't enjoy it. Well, I wouldn't take it away, right? Like, it, it's it. Okay. It's one of those things where I'm just like, ah, fucking asshole. <laughs> but you know, you got me this time, kind of thing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. All right. So I I'm trying to follow here, but it's it's a struggle. So like, how about this example? I one of my favorite stories to tell is I got pulled over or I was about to get pulled over when I was going too fast back when I had a Mustang and I thought I was cool. And so I sped off into a neighborhood and cop caught up with me and he like frisked me and he thought he found a crack rack in my pocket and all this stuff. I've told this. You just like being frisked. Uh, This is what I'm getting from (laughs) stories. Like I, there was probably a solid two or three weeks where I was just so depressed and felt horrible about that whole situation. It was just embarrassing. And I was just like, I can't believe that I'm so stupid, you know? And looking back on it, I'm like, that was, you know, that's a funny story to tell. That's a, that's an interesting memory and an interesting thing I can relate to people. Um, mm-hmm. But I would absolutely not go through it again if I had the choice. You know, if I had to live it over again, like it's, it's not worth that for me. But you weren't even like a rule breaker or anything as a kid, were you? I mean, I guess yeah. you were because you're. Are you ask, from your asking parents. me that? Yeah, yeah. I was the definition of a non-rule breaker. 
yeah, yeah, you were, yeah, the, you were the good son. <laughs> no, not really, but um, except for the time you ran away from a cop. Like, I, well, I didn't break well, any rules. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right? I, well, I well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, yeah, the normal, the normal thing that, like, his default is to like abide by the rules, don't stand yes. out, be a normal. Mm -hmm white teenage boy and then like a cop shows up with a light and he goes ah <laughs> and then runs away it's exactly what happened i said ah! it's exactly yeah i, so, I definitely know that i went to prom with one of my my best friends uh and we went for a walk after it into this park and it happened to be after curfew and so these cops came up to us and i had had some interaction with police so they were not frightening to me but she had literally i think never had to talk to a police officer in her whole life and so they walked up to us and they flash a flashlight in our face and uh, and they go, how old are you guys? And I, you know, like, oh, I'm 17. And I, and, and she fumbles for a second. She goes, oh, I'm 17. And they're like, oh, well, it's after curfew. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And with prom, and they let us go eventually. But we get back and at the end she's like, Eric, I have to tell you, when they asked me that question, I had no idea how old I was whatsoever <laughs> at all. But I knew I was the same age as you. So when you said your age, <laughs> I just said the same thing. <laughs> And I was like, nice. oh, and I, at that moment, I realized, oh, yeah, that was not the same experience for you as it was for me, because <laughs> you were terrified. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know so, why. Yeah, so I, I think my summary is I don't, I don't believe that's true. I think uh, painful memories make for fun stories, but I okay. think that, I think that um, happy memories give just what? as much, if not more joy in the future. Why don't we tell happy story memories? Well, I think people are not funny or interesting. bad stories more hmm? I, th I think people relate to bad stories more or like stories where pain or struggling is involved like people can see it from that angle a little easier than from everything worked out so great for me it's just not interesting like a lot of my favorite memories of growing up were going to the beach with my parents and you know hanging out and looking for seashells and stuff and like that's not a story you know like that's not a nobody would care about me talking about that but like talking that about just sounds the time... like a tuesday for me what are you talking about <laughs> yeah no freaking hawaiians um <laughs> talking about the time i got like a, i got a jellyfish sting or something like that you know like that's actually a story yeah, that's every summer when the jellyfish come in gotta stay out of the water you jump tourists they do they oh, oh dude they do when when really? they warn you do not go out there yeah i didn't know who i had see, see the the west coast does not have jellyfish very much like maybe once every couple of years there'll be a thing of jellyfish to come in um yeah, so when was, i came to texas a... for the first time and there was like just jellyfish lining the beach <laughs> i was like you put you go in that water are you crazy that's ridiculous so yeah i thought hawaii was more that way. i thought the water was too cold but i guess it, it gets warm no yeah it's it's like an annual thing okay usually like there's there's a certain time of year that you're just like oh jellyfish are in we won't go to the side of the island kind of thing so i, I think right. if, if you're so judging you're the joy the stories yeah if you're judging joy by how good of a story something is then i think that's just a false a false uh connection i don't know but that's a how like because the I things mean, that make for good stories are usually like good because they weren't joyful like you know they're good because something crazy happened or there was i don't know like like jay said something you can relate to but you make you make friends in the foxhole, right? Or well, but that's not necessarily joy. In the foxhole kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, not I mean, necessarily. I don't but know. I feel like that does feel like what joy is. Making friends. 
Like, I mean, I guess soldiers become the best friends. They're like a band of brothers, but they, you know. No joy has come from making friends with critters, so I don't know <laughs> if this holds up at all. I guess I'm saying, I don't, if, if what we talk about and what we discuss with people and what we want to share are all the non-joy moments, I feel like a really weird definition of joy. I... I, I don't think so. I think that's natural that you don't want to sit here and tell everybody about your happy, joyful memories because that feels braggy or something like it's it's uh, I'm sure there's some degree of that. It feels brag. What else does it feel? Well, it's like, privileged, right? If you just only talk about joy, then you're going to run into a bunch of people who don't have those things and then automatically. All right. Let me take it's not socially one. acceptable for some reason. Let me take another let me take another angle on it. Um, which is things that come easily versus things that come hard. I think that things that come hard are more joyful. To you. Yeah, to you as the person that got it. I, I, it's It depends on, like, that can't be the only measure. It depends on what the thing is. Well, so, like, I'll give an example. Uh, I had a friend who, like, we played tennis in high school, right? And there was this one match where he actually fractured his ankle in the middle of the match, uh, and he kept playing. Um, and eventually still won, although he was up like five, two. And then he like, you know, it was, it was hard, but he won like that victory was pretty damn sweet compared to if he had just beaten that person five, two, you know, six, two, because he hadn't fractured his ankle. Okay. He had a hairline fracture, right? It wasn't like he was hopping on one leg or something. Hobbling it around, yeah. swelled up to be like that big after he took off his shoe. But you know, uh, his, his, his leg was yes. sideways. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But so, right, like that. That was he lost his leg if, afterwards. Or just even one where you are injured, just like the, if you're if you're in a competition and it's and you just clobber everybody, that's not nearly as joyful as if it's hard and you like pull it off in the end and you worked know. hard and you sweated and you know. I think it. I think it'd be pretty sweet to clobber everybody. I I've mean, never felt that. That, that, that feeling. Know. Yeah. Right. That. That's your Napoleon syndrome kicking up right there. But uh, <laughs> well, like yeah, running, if you if you if you do a run and it's easy, I don't think it's as much joy as if you do a run and it's hard and you accomplish and you get you get to the goal you were going for. Well, it causes like you pick goals thoughts, that are hard it? to get to. What? Yeah, like if 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 your run is too easy, don't you get negative thoughts of what? Just like was I even a workout? Did did I even do anything? Did I get any benefit from this? Yeah, then no, I don't buy that either. You so know, it, like you, if you I just have an easy run, you're like, yeah, I'm fucking god, and then you're just like, <laughs> time to take a shower, get ready. Well, listen to this. If I beat my 5k time and I didn't really feel like I worked that hard, that would definitely give me more joy than if I beat my 5k time and almost died doing it. Mm. You're fired. Okay, because you would like you that? would think like I'm super awesome because yeah. I didn't even work hard and I did this. like I've like I've really improved, you know. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. So I, I can tell you how that's not true. So if you, if you have you your did. 5K time, that, that there's a line, right? This is what you're trying to beat. And then you kill yourself and you beat it by like a few seconds. You're going to get so much joy out of that. But then a few weeks later, when you beat that baseline and it's much easier, then you wouldn't feel anything for it. No, I would definitely feel because if I if I if it's like a record that I set six months ago and I barely beat it and I killed myself beating it, I would think like, oh, man, well, yeah, I beat it, but I should have beaten it by way more than that because I should have improved a lot more. You know, I think you have too much high expectation or much too high expectations for yourself. I just think there's 
I think there, so I guess, there's. I think the difference there is that it's a it's a uh, it's a comparison to what you previously done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what I'm trying to say is like, if you uh, if you're doing something new, right? Well, and usually playing another person is something new. I think, right? And uh, and you work hard at it, and you put effort into it, maybe preparing for it even, right? And then you succeed at it. All of that work that you put into it adds to the value that you get of it. So are you saying that if instead of, what was it, like your, your grandma that made you do a bunch of yard work or something? What was the thing? Yes, she, she, yes, she was one of the people that made me do a lot of work. Yeah. So if instead of those memories, the memories that you had instead were like your grandma took you to a theme park or something, you're saying that that would actually bring you less joy in the future? I think so. I don't see like, how that's I, possible. I, she did take me to a theme park. Well, she didn't. But my aunt took me to a theme park when I was a kid. And, you know, it was interesting. But every time I was at my grandmother's house and I see that pantry, I'm like, yep, yeah, I built that pantry. You know, like, and it was hard. Uh, and it was a lot of work. Every time so I maybe, the toilet, maybe... I think about the time that my uncle, my cousin and I were down in the poop pit trying to fix it. You know? Okay, all maybe, right, I got it. Maybe we're yeah, confusing pride with joy. Oh, or okay. joy with yeah. pride. Yeah, I think it's. I think we're we're getting into a sense of accomplishment, and I think that's where the running thing falls apart because beating it by a lot without working hard is actually a bigger sense of accomplishment. Whereas, like you working hard to build whatever the cabinet or whatever you said is also a really big sense of accomplishment because it was hard. So I think, yeah, I think mm-hmm. maybe maybe there's a relationship between joy and the size of the accomplishment. Um, but but I think like misery or pain or whatever doesn't necessarily have anything to do with that because you could have had a lot of fun building that cabinet, even if it was really hard, you know, or like solving coding problems. I'm sure I did have a lot of fun, even if it was painful. I probably had more fun than Jason picking up leaves because I do remember (laughs) it more fondly than Bougainvillea trimmings. Those are the worst. I mean, at some point, part of it is that he set you up like, look, I tricked you. I think that's part of why it makes it worse for you too, is because oh, yeah, sure, he was yeah. that you were tricked. You were tricked into this activity. He, um, he's the same asshole that threw me off the end of the pier to teach me how to swim. So yeah, so, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was right. fun. So yeah, so this is making sense to me now. I think joy can come from pride, and that's where the sense of accomplishment comes in. But I think joy can also come from just like reminiscing about times when you previously felt joy in the moment. It's like just two totally different sources. Do you do you do that? Yeah, do you do that? Think, yeah, think about like really happy memories from my childhood. Yeah, and you like reminisce to people about those. Like, like <laughs> what is really ha- <laughs> what yeah. is a really happy moment from your childhood? When's the last time you shared a very happy moment with somebody? You know, like reminisce about it with somebody. Shit, no, it's, you can't bring in sharing because that's not. Did you say no shit? Correlation. It sounded <laughs> like you just said shit. No, <laughs> but I think you stopped yourself. Share, share, no, share, <laughs> sharing. Yeah, whether or not I share shit, happy memories. Shit. Shit, shit. So you're talking about reminiscing with yourself. It's thriller. (laughs) You're talking about reminiscing with yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, then you're an idiot. (laughs) We've been talking about sharing it, sharing stories with each other and other people. Well, but are you saying Uh, that he he reminisces and thinks about joy? So give us one. Give us one of these. When's the last time you, you reminisced with yourself about your childhood? Uh, first kiss, first kiss with Nancy is a happy memory that I still reminisce about as like, that was a really good time Mm. or going, did um, she have braces then? 
going See, fishing just, with my dad. I, did she ever? She did actually. My uh, the thing yeah, that I remember yeah. is my first fight with Christina, which seems it's the same thing. But I remember Napoli. So why is that the same thing? <laughs> it's, it's like it's it's one of my early positive memories of my now relationship. But but you were did you enjoy it at the moment? You seem like the kind of guy that actually might enjoy that kind of thing in the moment. Well, that, so the the climax was enjoyable. So she was really mad at me. And we had just <laughs> we had just went to uh, Sonic and we had slushies and we were in this park and she looked at me with a, a little bit of anger in her eyes and she pulled back that slushie like she was gonna unload it on me and then she thought for a second and she turned around and she chucked it like a hundred yards in the other direction. Um, <laughs> And then we both busted up laughing. Uh, so yeah, so it ended, it ended positively. So maybe it ended positively, but it was, you know, I guess it was conflict that led to that positive ending. That so, no, that's, that's a, a that's classic cheating. Eric story. That's <laughs> cheating because you're you're remembering the part of that story that you did feel joy in the moment. Okay, but that but, that joy okay. that wouldn't have worked if she hadn't been mad at me. Okay, well, sure, but like whatever the re- whatever the buildup was, like you felt joy in the moment, and then you feel joy now thinking about that. Like that's my point. That's All right, that's weird. And I, yeah, there are positive. I agree. I do have positive memories that I do think of as well. So it's not entirely true that they're all negative. But I think um, if you replace if you replace the negative memories with positive memories, you would experience more joy. Now, well, it it changes your mind. Is, isn't that like a psychological thing? Like one of the the methods or patterns that that they like present is like to replace your childhood memories that are all negative and whatever and confront them and then replace them with like positive things or positive perspective. I would never want to get rid of those memories. I love them. Well, it's not to get rid of them, but it's to, to not make them forefront in your mind all the time, Mm. you know, run yourself into the ground over and over again with negative thoughts. Critter's watching the clock. I just saw that. I'm assuming there's a clock above your head. No, my um, wife, Nancy, texted me, and it's obvious that she forgot that I have something to do after work. I have to pick up my packet for a race tomorrow, and she doesn't know. She's not going to be happy about that. Uh. That's going to be a negative memory. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not your fault because there's no free will. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, and she's not real anyway. Neither am I. All right. Is, All that, right, we is, that, it? is that our is that our wrap? I uh, like that. That was fun. I sure. uh I, I'm digging the uh I'm gonna think about the painful memories thing. That was that was a good one. And I think you're all wrong about the deathbed. You you came what, around on well, that. Yeah, what what, what do you mean? I feel how like we're wrong I feel like sometimes it? we convince you of something and, and it just takes about thirty seconds of us not talking about it for you to go I back. See. Wait, at what point did I come around on it? <laughs> well, I, I well, it's the wrong tool for any of the way that you think. That that was the whole point. Is like the the same way that you don't have a bucket list. That that line of thought of you know on your deathbed isn't going to work for you because you're, you're not thinking. You're not comparing your now to what you'll regret when you die. Like that's the bottom well, line. I think that's a that's a bad. Um, mental model for anyone to use to make decisions is what I'm saying. I think anyone in your position, you're gonna make a categorical your, statement on that one. Yeah, and nobody in, in, in the in entire position, world should ever <laughs> should ever think about what they will want or, well, or regret when they die. Well, well it's they, a tool, right? It's like a low-hanging fruit type of so, tool. So, hey, Jace, one second. Here. What's the year? What's the age where it's reasonable that it flips? 
from being reasonable to being unreasonable, Critter. 20 years into the future. So if, you, if someone was like, 21 years in a day, what are you going <laughs> to think of this? You'd be like, nope, that's useless. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Does that make uh, yeah, okay. that's it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're clear on that now. <laughs> I'm glad that we cut that barrier down. What What was the year? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> twenty years. Twenty. No 20 yeah, twenty. Any more exactly than twenty years. Twenty years. So any yes. anything that I think after October 29th of 2041 is irrelevant right now. So do do you have have life insurance? Yes. Why? Because I could die tomorrow. I don't know. Okay, because of that. So that, that makes sense. You have to probably have term life insurance. It's probably 20 years, actually. So maybe that validates your point really strongly. But that's right, the standard. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Eric. You did it oh again. I watched right the empowered critter. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I got to go. That's, yeah, that's actually a good rule of thumb. You shouldn't care about more than what the standard term life insurance is. <laughs> oh, All right. Terrible. All right. Have a good weekend, y'all. Yep. Y'all Bye. Yep. Bye.